0: Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Monday, November 21st, 2022. I'm one of your hosts, Blessing Adeoye Jr. Joining me is the LaCroix Poppy himself, a.k.a. my fellow Forbes 30 under 30, a.k.a. Tim ma Gettys. What's up, Bless? How you doing? I'm doing good, Tim. How's it going with you?
1: Good, good. You know, a little mixed. I do want to start on a, on a downer mm-hmm. note for a bit. I want to say, rest in peace, to Jason David Frank, mm, the yes. original Green Ranger. Um, it He... Died this weekend. It is very sad. He Fucking was an influence to an entire generation. An entire if not generation. Um, his contribution to to Power Rangers to children everywhere is like you you can't measure it. Right. Mm-hmm. Such a sad thing. I, I wanted to bring attention to uh, a tweet from Timur Hussein, who said, "One of the first characters I ever or I remember becoming obsessed with for young kids. His arc was so important in showing that no matter what happens, you can always be a better person." Rest in peace, Jason David Frank. Rest so, in peace. Wanted to wanted to start with that. It's a it's a sad time for for all of us right now. I feel like you know we're we're at this age where the the heroes we grew up with are, are you know starting to to go through things and, and and leave us, and it is very sad. And especially in situations like we've been seeing, unfortunately, recently. Yeah. Um, you know, with Aaron. I mean, Carter, rest in peace. Yeah, Aaron this, Carter. And then you know uh, Kevin Conroy, different situation. Uh, but with this, it's like, you know, just want to remind everybody that. People are going through stuff at all times. Think about that. Try to be there for them. And, and I tweeted this when uh, uh, the Aaron news came out, but it's like, be there for people when it's difficult, like especially when it's difficult, because I think that when they make it hard, that's when they need it the most. Yeah. You know, so just, just wanted to, again, sorry to start it for a downer, but I do think it's really important and it, it's really sad. I know a lot of people are feeling really affected by this. right
0: Yeah, 1,000%. And yeah, like even, even be there for people when, it seems like every, everything's okay, mm-hmm. right? Because you never know people's private battles, and yes. like that's one that I was reminded of uh, watching Black Panther again, Black Panther, but one and Black Panther two of like, yo man, like Chadwick Boseman was going through it, right? And he was carry like carrying this character, right? Like being this hero for everyone, while meanwhile he's going through cancer, right? And going through treatment and and, and struggling behind the scenes, and so yeah, be there for people, be good to people, remember that people might be struggling pri- uh, uh, privately, and yeah, and ask for help. Be there, like, understand the people around you want to be there for you. So
1: it's like, don't, don't keep it in. Don't, don't stay quiet. Like ask for what you need because there, there are things
0: out there for you. 1000%. Tim, on a lighter note, when are mm-hmm. you going to hop onto the Yerba Mate train? I don't know. It's been a craze here at the kind of funny studio. You know, what? I've never had it. I, I don't know what it is. Can you explain? It's just, tea. it's like
1: tea. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I would ask to try some, but in this COVID era, I'm just going to buy my own. Uh, but you know, what? I'll do that for you. Cause you know what I did? I don't that, want to go too long into this
0: conversation. I mean, once. you got your—I uh, keep wanting to call it tall because it looks it's tall. Trenta, you, you got a Trenta ice coffee. That's what I do. Um, last
1: Friday, there was a lot of talk about these robot burgers that you oh, put yeah. the, the the squad onto, and I know there's going to be a big group outing you're trying to get going for the next gen podcast and all that. Last Friday, I uh, ended up going home uh, a little early to download Pokemon and and figure that out, uh, and I was like, I need to get food on the way home. I'm like, Fuck it, I'm gonna do it. So I did it. Yeah, you're right,
0: dude. Think. Yo,
1: Thank you. That's what I, I'm trying to say. Is, it's the deceiving. robots
0: are the future. Wait,
1: so, like, I, I, don't robot, the, I don't want to say the, I don't want to say the whole story because, like, like, I want to promote Patreon.com/slash kind of funny next gen podcast coming soon. Plus, we'll explain it all. But robots make burgers now.
0: The Robots and make burgers really in their in their at a really Artificial great price, and they're cheap. They're cheap because you don't have to worry about the <laughs> the human element. <laughs> no, <laughs> right. People lose Here their You don't have to worry. No, the well, humans are working the cashier. Uh, the humans are working the the front desk. I know, but that's the front two desk. 15, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying that, like, you know, these burgers are cheap because we're eliminating the human factor. And guess what? These burgers are really good. Turns out, robots, some really great chefs. They got it going on, man. Bless. Uh, so, I, I had
1: the creator burger get home, downloaded Pokemon. And, you know, <laughs> we've been talking a lot on this show. Yeah. Kind of funny games, you and I specifically. Thank you. Um, talking about the, the Pokemon, how I think I was going to skip this generation. I hate all the tutorial shit. Like the, the, I'm so upset with it. Mm-hmm. How many hours into Pokemon do you think I got before I was like, fuck this noise. I can't deal with the jank. I can't deal with the fucking bullshit. Ass, I'm going to say two hours. Tutorial. Two hours? Yeah. What if I told you I played this game for 25 hours this fucking weekend? Wait. I'm absolutely obsessed. Yes, <laughs> I have That's one one left. About. I have one Team Stars left. I did all the freaking beasts. No synths. way, dude! I have 200 Pokemon <laughs> out of 400. I'm so all in. This game dude. is absolute trash, but it's so good. I'm Why so, did I, you do this <laughs> to us, Game Freak?
0: Why? I'm so glad you understand where I'm coming from because this whole so right the dude. whole uh, what week long review period. period Period where like I'm playing this game at my desk and I'm obsessed over it. I'll periodically look over my my desk and go, Tim, like this is this Pokemon game is really good. It's so funny, man. We me and you right Mm -hmm. now, we're
1: living in an era because you've done that for the last month because you were playing Sonic Frontiers. Yep. And you're just like one minute you'd be like, oh, this is the worst thing ever. And one minute you're like, this is the best thing ever. Yep. Sonic ended up not being for me. That didn't work out. The difference with Pokemon, you never said this is the worst thing ever. You were always like, yo. Oh, Yo, yeah. this is fucking good. Anything bad you had to say was just like, it runs like utter trash and like the, the, the jank and the glitches and all this stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And all, I, I can't believe that a AAA a game is this, this oh, bad God, yes. performance. Yeah. Like, I am offended at how bad it is. <laughs> Every single second. There's not a second that this game is on screen that there's not something wrong with what's happening. Are you playing Dr. Handheld? So I played Handheld. Ninety-eight percent of the time. Then last night I was like, "Oh, G's getting out, going mm-hmm. out to do some errands. I'm gonna go play on my TV." Yeah. I booted it up, and it legitimately made me sick. Yeah. I
0: almost threw up. Like I got closer to throwing up than I have in a decade. Jesus. I could I I could not believe how badly it runs. It's,
1: it's motion sickness. It's the framing glitchiness. It's things just popping in in weird ways. The shadow, like. Yep. Oh my God! It is so bad.
0: I don't know how people can play on TV. Maybe if they were playing on a smaller TV, maybe. Dude, the order. only the only time I was playing docked is when I had to charge my Switch cuz I was playing in the office and I was like, "Oh man, okay, I'm about to run out of battery. Let me just put it on my monitor." And after what like 30 minutes of playing on my monitor, I was like, "I I can't believe they they released this. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't believe this game is about to come out in this state on docked. It's it's crazy." Yeah. It's absolutely crazy. But Having said
1: all that, we're gonna do our review later yeah. on, on Games Cast. It'll go public for everybody tomorrow. Uh, but patreon.com slash kind of funny today. Um, but dude, it's just like what we're seeing right now, like this is just this is just the game. Yeah. <laughs> like this isn't like, oh, a weird thing that happened, like normal uh, other games have glitches. It's like the entire game has these glitches. And
0: like I, I'm i was just anticipating this game coming out, like for everybody, because I was curious on what what was gonna happen on uh, Twitter and just on social media because it was that thing of all right, I'm getting I'm getting a couple glitches, right? I've not had anything too bad. Like I've not had that like, you know, disappearing um uh Mariden or whatever the Pokemon is right feature. I've not had the thing where there was one clip of the frame rate just chugging mm. where it is like single, single digits, like somebody tries to throw a Pokeball and you're watching a stop motion thing. I never had it be that bad, but I did have it be the consistent bad frame rate and then also uh, like a glitch here and there, right? But it was also that thing of if I'm experiencing a glitch here and there, Oh no! also I had crashes. I've had my second hard crash now over the, over the weekend. Oh, yeah. bless um, you. but I had that you're one so crash.
1: Lucky. You're so <laughs> lucky. And I I'm was on like, at least eight. Are you serious? swear to God.
0: I wonder, I, I swear to God, this game is running the worst the more it's out. But also, like, it was that thing of if I'm getting this, once everybody has it, there's just going to be a fucking amalgamation of glitches and, and clips that people are going to be sharing that are going to be showing the worst of what this has to offer. Dude,
1: I, I legitimately, we're going to get into a lot more on Gamescast. Of I cannot believe how, how bad it is, how much shit goes on in this game, and how much I cannot put it down. I also, how good I is it? <laughs> this absolutely hooked on a game I don't even remember the last time. Like, I can't put it down. Yeah. Like, I'm, I am was up 2 2.30 last night playing, and I started maybe at 2.30. Like, I legitimately put in 25 hours this weekend. <laughs> like, Jesus
0: Christ. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm very excited for you to continue. I'm very God. excited to talk to you about this game later today. I yep. hate how much this makes me want to buy it. Dude, Kev. Tim. I'm I mean, you liked, Tim. The, you liked Arceus for the, the time you put in. Yeah. I this, put a lot of time in Arceus. I think you're, oh, man.
1: You're going to like this one, Kev.
0: Legitimately, I keep saying, like, play this Pokemon game. Like, uh, it runs bad, but that's like, that's almost like a disclaimer for me at this point. Of hey, expect it to run bad. Oh, play so this, this game. You, is this the clip you're talking about? Hold on. This is the clip sure. I'm talking about. Yeah, where they're trying to uh, catch this Pokemon, and the frame rate is just fucking. This looks chugging. unreal. Dude, unreal. it really does, man. It really does. Look at everything popping in in the background. The mountain just popped in. Oh my God! There was a building in front of them. And the and the Pokemon escaped <laughs> <laughs> didn't and get, you even get caught. Yeah. Tim, we'll mm-hmm. talk about Pokemon later. Enough about that. Let's talk about today's stories, which include Star it. Wars Jedi Survivor appearing at Game Awards, Ed Boon teases the next Nether Realm game, and more. Because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday at ten AM, live right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to com slash you're wrong. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on youtube.com slash games, or you can listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for kind of funny games daily remember you can use epic creator code kind of funny on all epic store and epic in-game purchases like rocket league and fortnite to help support the channel to be a part of the show head to kind of funny.com slash kfgd to write in with your questions squad ups and more hell yeah kind (laughs) of funny.com and remember patreon.com slash kind of funny will get you the show ad free plus a bevy of bonus content housekeeping for you a new ps i love you EXO, EXO is up right now and it's our god of war ragnarok spoiler cast Hell yeah featuring me greg tim andy and the director of god of war ragnarok eric williams that is up on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and on podcast services around the globe it is a banger
1: episode and like i i just want to give you the tease right now if you if you're not even interested in listening to it whatever at least listen to the last five minutes. Oh, he yeah. drops a bombshell. that. Uh, why is it on news story number one today? Oh, I mean, people are still listening to it. Don't worry.
0: By tomorrow, yeah, it'll, tomorrow. Be new okay. Yeah, okay. it'll be okay. news story. Yeah, it'll be news story okay. number okay. one. Cool, cool, cool. There is a megaton drop at the oh, end yeah. of that spoiler cast. Oh, yeah. I can't wait, wait for people to get there. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Morgan Lorraine, Frogo Brady, Christopher Rodriguez, The Kinda Funny Destiny 2 PC Clan, Tall Tree 81 Joseph A. Carlson, 1UP Pest Control, Carrie Palmer, Elliot, Brian Cheney, Trevor Starkey, Super Daddy Kyle, Undertopian, David Meintel, Mind Mindfreak, Eric Velasquez, Scotty Wyatt, Alex Greedle, Al Tribesman, Jason L, James Davis at James Davis Makes, Mick at the Nanobiologist Abramson, Ryan T from Tennessee, Derek Gureg, and then Donald Eccles. Real quick, plus, what up? Before you get in,
1: I was debating this with you before the show, but fuck it, we're here. Mm-hmm. We're in housekeeping. You know what house needs to be kept. But. Our house over on Hive no, <laughs> well, we- and I made Hives I think Kev made a Hive too Hell yeah! I, we're I don't have up. a picture bus. I haven't done anything bus, I guess bus, follow bus. me at Tim Getty, yeah. follow bless.
0: At Blessing Jr. at Blessing JR. Kev? It's literally just oh. At kind of funny
1: Kevin. Let's do it. So we're let's ready go, to move baby. On. I don't if, know.
0: <laughs> my profile picture might look fake because I took it, I took a bad selfie last night when I was creating the the account because I couldn't figure out how to upload a mm-hmm. picture. And so yeah, go follow a, me. They there. got a glitch on Android, but a best friend told me how to fix it. Sick. All right, well, maybe I'll get that picture fixed or not. Who knows? I don't even know if I'm gonna use it or not. Picture, but you know my face. Exactly. Today we're brought to you by Shady Rays, but. tell you about that later for now let's begin with what is and forever will be the roper report it's time for some news we have seven stories today starting with a rare kevin appearance on the show let me tell you and i missed him story number one star wars jedi survivor is gonna be at the game awards this is tom henderson at insider gaming Sources have said that Star Wars Jedi Survivor will be featured at this year's The Game Awards, which will be taking place on December 8th. Insider Insider Gaming has learned that the announcement will include a new trailer, release date, and pre-order date. It's believed that the announcement will be made around 30 minutes into the show. According to industry insider Jeff Grubb, Jedi Survivor will be released in March 2023, which matches EA's own release calendar of a major IP release in Q4, which ends March 31st, 2023 star wars jedi survivor will be the first of eight planned star wars games to release in the coming years as disney wants uh wants a new star wars game every six months Whoa. insider gaming understands tim jedi uh, survivor appearing at game awards does the idea of that su- surprise you uh no i mean
1: it i guess it makes sense right like there's nowhere else for it to be we all predicted ad nauseum that jedi fallen order was going to be announced at star wars celebration and then shown off at ea play with a release date for november we were wrong, mm-hmm. um, and I, I think we all were, were predicting that because it made sense in a normal time. But we also had the caveat at all times of, we know where we're at right now in yeah. the world, so things could change. So I think that the new schedule we've all kind of like mutually agreed upon, thanks to Jeff Grubb out there being a mess, B- being a mess, being <laughs> a mess. Thank, you. I didn't know what to take that. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, I, I, uh, but I got you. you got something no, you... good. Um, I haven't, I haven't talked or heard from him in a long time. Yeah, Jeff, bro, you know? where you at? What's he doing out there? he goes to Giant Bomb, and all of a sudden he's busy. All of a sudden he you disappears. I mean? He's doing his game game mess mornings. Yeah, which which is fantastic stuff. Um, anyways, he comes out like and just like lets everybody know what the deal is. Like, game's coming out in March, so then you can kind of work backwards on all right, how's this actually going to shake out? And Game Awards, yeah, makes total sense, right? We've talked for years about the platform Keeley has built, what Game Awards is best utilized for. And it only has grown year after year after year, only has become more of a relevant platform to make an announcement for something as mainstream as a Star Wars game. Specifically, an EA Respawn Star Wars game that is a sequel to a critically acclaimed title from a couple of years ago. So this makes total sense. I imagine we will get the, the big, maybe even a gameplay demo. I doubt it. That doesn't seem a Game Awards demo. They've mm-hmm. done it before. Like, with Hellblade, even, kind of, we got that. Um, but I imagine we'll get something meaty with the release date and a lot of hype. And I'm excited as hell. What a time to be Tim Geddes and being a video gamer. Bless. Yeah. Going from God of War Ragnarok right into this unexpected right into Pokemon, <laughs> Pokemon experience. Pokemon. We got Callisto Protocol coming out soon. Like, I don't think I've had a time where I'm playing games back-to-back-to-back to back to back like this Dude, in a long time.
0: That's where, that's where I've been at, right? We're in review season, and I've hit a point where I'm like, wow, I've... I really, like, reviewed hella video games, right? Because, what, it was God of War, Ragnarok, it was Sonic Frontiers, it was yep. Somerville, it was Pokemon. Uh, I'm missing a game in there somewhere, but, like, there's an, uh, another... Uh, I can't think of what it is. But, like, I played a lot You've of games. You've been on it recently. I've been it's on wild. it. And I put out a tweet uh, today, actually, where I'm like, man, I think I might boot up Neo 2, finally. Because that's one that I've been oh, shit, wanting okay. to play for a while. I, 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 it, it really started... It started with Stranger Paradise Final Fantasy Origin, because, of course, that's Team Ninja, and it's coming off of... Quite a few of the mechanics and systems of, of Neo. Uh, I beat that, and I was like, man, what a, what a fun time I had playing Stranger Paradise, right? Messy game, but ultimately very fun for me to play. Uh, a few months ago, I played the Wulong Fallen Dynasty demo, a game that's coming out in, what, just a few months? I think that's coming out... Um, February, March. Early oh, March wow. is when it's coming out. Yeah. Played that demo, and I was like, wow, this is a really fun time. I really can't wait to play this game. And a lot of people were like, yo. You don't if, need to wait. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to wait. If you like this game, just play Neo because this is basically a continuation of Neo. And I was like, oh, shit, really? And so I've been wanting to find time to play uh, Neo 2. And I think now I'm at that point in review season where I feel like my work here is done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, I want to play through a, a Polizco so. Protocol, right? But I think beyond that, beyond uh crisis core final fantasy is not one that's like like i'm gonna stop everything for like i, I want to play high it
1: crisis core coming up what yeah. the fuck <laughs> hell, man!
0: crisis core is Woo! december and that's one where i'm like i'll play that I'll, I'll play it right i'll try it out but like i don't i'm not under the impression that that's gonna be 30 hours or anything like that i can i assume i might be able to get through that game a bit uh quicker and i don't have to stop everything for it um high on life is another one where you know if i'm looking forward to high on life i'm oh, excited yeah. for it but also am i is it going to take up all my time like what is that going to do for me we'll see pentiment was actually the one where i was like okay everybody's loving pentiment it's gotten uh 10s uh, it's gotten 9s people are tweeting at me saying this is a blessing ass game and also i've seen people compare it to forgotten city in some senses and i'm like all right, like maybe I'll check this out. Like maybe I'll I'll play Pentiment. I booted up over the weekend, started it, and I was just like, I am not in the mood for this game. Mm. Right. Not, it's like not a qualitative thing. It's more so a, oh man, this seems like it has a lot of reading and it's yeah. a period piece and I am just not in the mental state. And I think that's me coming off of all these review games and kind of being burnt out a little bit on like just these new these, these new games that are coming out that I feel like I'm playing because I want to be part of the conversation. Yeah. And so now I'm like, I'm gonna remove myself from the conversation. Right? That was Taylor Swift that said that, right? Some some sneaker said that. I'm gonna remove myself from this narrative, right? I'm gonna put myself into Neo Two, a okay, game that good. I've been craving, a good. game that I you want to play. Me. Exactly, yeah. And so, like, you know, I'm with you that this has been such a a me review period, a me release period. But now, Tim, I'm removing myself from the narrative. Yeah. <laughs> and putting yeah. myself in the narrative of Neo Two. That's my plan. That. At least we'll see how that pans out. You. 30 minutes into the show, is so just—it's uh, so specific, by the way, from Tom Henderson. Like, usually, usually when we get leaks like this, when we get reports, it's usually like, oh, yeah, it'll be at the Game Awards. I love Tom Henderson because yeah. every now Tom Henderson will have a report like this. And it'll just throw some, like, super specific shit I in mean, there.
1: They, he does that because he wants people to know, I know what the hell I'm talking about, right? Like, it's those details that, like, give you that that extra level of verification, you know, mm. without paying money. Oh, yeah.
0: $8 but I'll pay the eight dollars. There you go. Follow us on Hive at Blessing Junior, at Tim Gettys, <laughs> at Kind of Funny Kevin. <laughs> Story number two: Ed Boon is being cheeky on Twitter. This is Tom oh, Phillips at air. Eurogamer. Mortal Kombat boss Ed Boon has teased a return for some of the series' 3D era characters in the future, following previous hints at the underwraps wraps Mortal Kombat 12 being in development boone who loves to tease fans via twitter uh wrote over the weekend that his next game would be either injustice 3 or mortal kombat 12 uh responding to a fan who asked why so few characters from the franchise's less popular 3d era are seen in recent games boone stated quote that is something we'll fix soon end quote hmm. interesting uh mortal kombat De- deadly alliance released in 2002 for xbox PS2, and gamecube okay little cage
1: Dead <laughs> opening line of that game. Oh my incredible. god, incredible. Remember
0: when he came back as a zombie? Yeah, I do. fucking Memories. Uh, that was the first in the series to feature fully 3D gameplay developed by Midway. It formed a trilogy which is often looked down upon by fans. I'm gonna pause there and say Are those fans need to lighten up. All right, let me talk about Mortal Kombat Deception. <laughs> let me tell you about my guy Shujinko. All Wait, right, hold on. Was the luke Kang is dead? Was that Deception or was it Deadly Alliance? I think it was that must have been Deadly Alliance because I don't remember that in Deception. Yeah, hmm. The kind of you're wrong. Okay, cool. Uh, with sequels Mortal Kombat Deception and Mortal Kombat Armageddon launching over the next three years, the series was then successfully rebooted in 2011 with the simply named Mortal Kombat developed by Netherrealm. Now, Tim, there's a few parts to this, yeah, right? Let's start off with the part where Boone responded to a fan and said the next game would either be Injustice 3 or Mortal Kombat 12. You know, not a shocker, of course, but the least interesting
1: answer i think right like i i personally come from the point of view of mortal kombat the reboot that the 2009 was it one 2011 they just said yeah 2011 like that really did the impossible it brought mortal kombat back in a way that made it feel like it had always been a like super high quality triple a experience where Mm despite having fans like me and you in the PS2 era, like legitimately like, yeah. some of my favorite Mortal Kombat games were those ones with all the mini games and all the stuff. Um, it, th- they, those were, oh, I don't even know the right word to put on it, but they were PS2 games. In the yeah. same way that we talk about N64 games and we know what that means, Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance was a PS2 game. Like it had that, it- that energy, that vibe, that like hang out on the weekend, rent it from blockbuster type feel to it. Whereas the the more modern ones, those are like legitimate fighting games. Like those are up there with any other fighting franchise right and i think that for mortal Kombat, the franchise to be able to achieve that is extremely impressive let alone iterate on it for uh the last couple um installments where we're at now though we're a couple installments in it's been a long time since 2009 like there's Mm. been as much time from this mortal Kombat reboot to now as there was from like that entire era of Mortal Kombat, right? Yeah. So I don't know that we need more Mortal Kombat because Eleven was so good and Aftermath was incredible, like all the story and all that stuff. They just did they did the thing, kind of like MCU did Endgame, and then now we're in Phase Four. I feel like a Mortal Kombat Twelve might have a Phase Four vibe. Yeah, too. we need like a next phase. And and with, when it comes to um, Injustice Three, it's like I freaking loved Injustice Two. But they kind of did all the things, and it's like again, I I I know it's silly to be like, who's asking for this or we're not asking for this, and it's like that's I'm trying to not say that as much anymore. Uh, I'm doing a really bad job at it. Just letting you know, <laughs> um, but I I personally would want to see them take take it to a next level, do something a little bit different, whether it's a a crossover thing, bringing back even Mortal Kombat versus DC, like combine the two of these. Like I yeah. don't know, just. I'm I mean him saying,
0: it. you know, it could be either Justice Three or Mortal Kombat 12. I don't know if that necessarily discounts the you're idea right. of right. Mortal Kombat versus Injustice. If you and, want to catch it that him way, him being
1: the cheeky dude that he is, yeah. it is kind of weird that he would straight up say it's either gonna be this or that because whenever you put options out there like that, you're immediately upsetting half the people. Yeah. Right? Because oh, yeah. if it ends up being one, the other half's gonna be like, oh man, it could have been this, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think I think maybe it's, you're right. I think it might be both.
0: It's interesting in the idea that. Ed Boon coming on and saying, our next game is Just 3 or Mortal Kombat 12. That's like Rockstar being like, our next game is GTA or Red Dead, right? Or like Bethesda being our next game is Fallout or Elder Scrolls, right? Remove Starfield from the equation, I guess. Uh, th- this is to be expected, but also it kind of does eliminate the idea of, I think there was hope that maybe they could be working on a Marvel f- fighting game. Maybe they could be working yeah, on something that's different. that's crazy pie in the sky stuff. That's yeah. what I would want, honestly, more than anything.
1: Yeah. More than anything, I want NetherRealm working on a Marvel fighting game. Like... Just for the story. Oh, my God. Just for that single-player story. This shit's so good. But at the same time, no matter what another NetherRealm puts out, I'm going to play it. Oh, 1,000%. Because like, they just have nailed the single-player fighting game experience in a way that no one else has come close to. Street Fighter VI looks like they're trying some interesting things. I'm still on the wait-and-see side of that. Oh, really? Of like how it's oh, all going to come together. we got to get you into any one of these betas. I mean, I'm excited. No, no, no. I'm a Street Fighter guy when it comes mm-hmm. to gameplay. All day. Every day. Mm-hmm. Over Mortal Kombat. I'm talking about the single-player story experience. Street Fighter seems more all that in the kitchen sink versus Mortal Kombat's more like, yo, this is a this is crafted a story. narrative, right? Um, but we'll see.
0: Yeah. I think that Ed Boon saying this, I think, could be a few things, right? I think one is him aligning people back on, hey, NetherRealm Studios right now, we're making two franchises. It's Injustice and it's Mortal Kombat. We're not like that is our focus. that's what you've seen from us for the last decade for the last forever, actually, right like that is what we do, and so expect that to be the future of what we do. I think that could be part of what this tweet is, but also this coming off of a a q and a that he was doing on on Twitter, right, and I think with that, Ed Boone is surprisingly like twitter um uh like he understands Twitter, yeah, right, like he understands the language of Twitter, he understands the culture of twitter he understands. When I do a Q&A, this is what people are going to ask me. So for him to come out and even like tease the idea of, this is what our next game will be, that it's going to be one of these two things, he doesn't start that Q&A without re- uh, knowing the extent of which he's going to answer that question, which makes me wonder, is an announcement around the corner, right? Is this him teeing people up? Is this him setting people up for possibly Game Awards? has to be. <laughs> I-, yeah. I think it has to be. I-, I think that if it's not at Game Awards,
1: it's going to be a surprise. I think that it's a... Uh it's more likely than not the timing is more than right at yeah. this point
0: it's been so long without a nether game just when you look at the cadence of when how they release games mm-hmm. right usually it's what every other year uh it was between getting what mortal combat um nine into injustice into mortal combat 10 into injustice 2 into mortal combat 12 right? or 11. And, yeah, in 11 and then aftermath as well and then aftermath right like I, it's been a, but it's been a while since a new full-fledged nether realm game which tells me that like I would think is around the corner, right? Mm-hmm. And I would think that even if it is, let's say, a year out or something along those lines, I would think that they're ready to talk about it by now. And so yeah. I would expect Game Awards. Yeah, I think, I think it's going to happen. Also, him stating, right, uh, responding to a fan who asked uh, why so few characters from the franchise's less popular 3D era, again, talking about um, Deadly Alliance, Deception, Armageddon, uh, where are those characters? Him saying that is something we'll fix soon. What is that about? You know what I mean, like soon, baby. What, we're gonna see Ashra <laughs> make an Ashra appearance. Baby, we're gonna through. see Bo Raicho. Like, <laughs> what's good, Ed Boon? Like, what is I? I, I wonder if that is him, because Mortal Kombat Nine was a um a reboot of the series, right? That was them going back. Mortal Kombat Ten and Eleven have kind of been the reaction to that, and I think Eleven kind of ends in a place of, all right, we've kind of done the Mortal Kombat original games here, right? Like now we're we're going to enter new territory from here. I wonder if that new territory is them going kind of entering into the future of what those previous games were, which is that would be the 3D era, right? Like that would be a, a, them exploring that story. I, I'm curious on like what level they're going to do that. I don't really expect, um, oh, what was the name of the fucking dragon boss <laughs> from uh, Mortal Kombat Deception kind of funny.com that <laughs> you're wrong It was like a D-word. it was like Drogner or some shit like that, no right yeah um, I don't expect that in there but uh, i mean if he's talking about yeah we're gonna see some of these characters soon or that's something we'll fix soon i'm very excited to see onaga thank you onaga mm. uh i'm very re- i'm very curious and excited to see what that is
1: Nick's 5033 says back in time given aftermath the first tournament
0: what if we did the og tournament it's not is that not what they did in the in the re- reboot no i don't think so right was it? Oh, I don't know I feel so like it long. was. Unless that was was that how it started? It's been so long since I played Mortal Kombat nine, the yeah, story mode. Exactly. I feel like that's how it opened. Or maybe how it closed. Kinda funny dot com wrong. Clockmaster okay. is saying that was, was. MK9, yeah, 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 yeah. which I which is what I thought. But I mean like but if, if
1: because of any end, endgame aftermath, it'd be a new first tournament. So it could mm. it's like a brand new start that could have different people, could have some of the same, some different I could be down Street with that. Street Fighter Three situation. That could no, be interesting. That's not accurate, but whatever. You get it. I get <laughs> it.
0: Uh, Tim, you know what the audience out there should get patreon.com slash kind of funny games where you can go and get the show ad free. And speaking of ads, let us tell you about our sponsors
1: shout out to shady rays for sponsoring this episode look how cool i look you too can look this cool without breaking the bank this holiday season shady rays is an independent sunglasses company that gives you the features of 200 dollars shades for a fraction of the price and a fraction of that price during their biggest black friday sale The best part about Shady Rays is their insane protection program featuring lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your shades on day one, they told us that they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Dropped in the lake, off a cliff. Anything. If you get the wrong style for yourself or someone else, no need to worry. Avoid the hassle and the forced thank yous with free 30 day exchanges and returns. You will either love the shades or Shady Rays will pay to ship them back. Act now for the best Black Friday selection. Redeem only at shadyrays.com where you can find all their newest and best shades. Redeem only at shadyrays.com where you can find all their newest and best shades.
0: And we're back, and I think the smoke machines are broken. <laughs> okay, thank God. <laughs> I was really scared. To him. <laughs> oh okay, was God. that a purpose or was that a, like an error? <laughs> no, I thought it'd be fun to come back that way. Look okay, at cool. look how cool we look right now. Okay, I mean, well, we there, look
1: great. There is so yeah. Well, this is crazy. There's there's a lot of confusion going on in the chat right now. But from what I can glean from it, mm-hmm. Wes, chat, gotcha,
0: you looking at this? Look at this. Whoa, oh there's so much smoke.
1: There's <laughs> <laughs> um, so much smoke. So from what I'm understanding is that the the first tournament there's some confusion in the chat of whether we're talking about the first tournament that we know about which is Mortal Kombat 1 like the first tournament which uh-huh. they did do in Mortal Kombat 9 mm. but there's the we're talking about the OG tournament Oh okay I see what we're talking about Yeah Ooh like that could old be interesting school tournament like that started the whole thing
0: Oh I yeah. do I like
1: that actually I a, think that'd, a be lot. Really cool. that'd
0: be really cool That would make sense so be- Story number 3 Ninja Gaiden and Dead or Alive are seemingly in the works. This comes from Andy Robinson at Video Games Chronicle. Team Ninja has reportedly confirmed plans to reboot both Ninja Gaiden and Dead or Alive in the future. That's according to a translation of a talk the developer's president held in South Korea this week. According to RuliWeb, Fumihiko Yasuda said during a panel uh, at the G-Star conference in Busan that he was working to bring fans more news as soon as possible. A slide reportedly shown at the end of his panel shows images of both classic Team Ninja series along the headline, quote, The Future of Team Ninja, a reboot of popular series, end quote, in Japanese. That's what you're saying right here uh, if you're watching the video version. Responding to the story, a Koei Tecmo game spokesperson told VGC, quote, We have nothing to announce at this time, end quote. Yasuda has publicly stated his desire to revive the Ninja Gaiden series multiple times. The Tecmo action-adventure series hasn't seen a mainline installment since 2012's Ninja Gaiden 3. Yasuda, who is the director of Neo uh, and its sequel, was a level designer for Ninja Gaiden 2 and uh, directed the series' third installment. It's first since the departure of lead creator Tomonobu Itagaki. Tim, are you are you are a Ninja Gaiden person, right? I am both
1: a Ninja Gaiden and Dead or Alive person. Now, granted, mm-hmm. we're talking about a long, long time ago, to galaxy far, far away, because mm-hmm. Ninja Gaiden One on Xbox was like a definitive game experience uh, at the time. Like, did you ever play Ninja Gaiden One? I don't think I did. Black. Eventually, they they put out the version on PS3. Oh, mm, oof. I think I played something with Sigma so in the title. I wonder. Or Sigma. Yes. Yeah.
0: Sigma, mm. was, Sigma was black, but right.
1: I yeah. I don't remember the yeah,
0: the PlayStation version.
1: It was a Metal Gear situation where yeah. there was like substance and substance like all okay. the weird shit. But um.
0: But I didn't play much of it. Like I remember getting maybe a couple hours in and being like, "This is too hard." It,
1: it, <laughs> so it's funny, like, to really look back at the lineage of these kind of like character action games turning into souls games, Mm -hmm. right? Where it's like the devil may cries of the world that are a little and like bayonettas that are more like stylish, stylish. And like, uh, they're not known for their difficulty until you turn it on to like devil never cry mode and things like that. But like, which is like how a lot of people only play those games. But Ninja Gaiden came out on Xbox in 2003, I want to say. And it was like everything you love about devil may cry, but it's also hard as hell. Like the Mm -hmm. old NES games. Right. Um, and it was such a moment. I never actually beat the game. Like, I I wonder if it's worth going back. I'd be interested in how much it holds up nowadays mm. compared to Souls games or modern Bayonettas and Devil May Cries and things like that. But Ninja Gaiden 1 was like an all-timer at the time. But I wonder if it still is. <laughs> uh, but uh, Ninja Gaiden 2, also great. 3 kind of dropped the ball. It wasn't really that good. It kind of just felt like they were going through the motions a bit. So I don't know. If a Ninja Gaiden 4 is the move, but like a reboot or something now, I think it'd be really interesting. I just don't know its place in the industry when we have souls that turned into what it has. Yeah. Um. But I think it could be an interesting, an interesting place. Dead or Alive is something that I feel just kind of went on too long for me, where I loved 3 so much, enjoyed the hell out of 4. Um, I know people had some problems with it, but I, I had a good time. And then 5 and 6, I just... I picked up maybe once. I played six at E3, and I was like, eh, "Yeah, I'm I'm kind of over this at this point." But I, I really loved the world of Dead or Alive. I loved the way that the they framed the the fights being very cinematic. Mm. They kind of like what tekken did um in the early days and kind of advanced it to the point of like i loved being able to push people and like yeah. break the, wall, the and fall off, and all the transitions which now is a little more standard for fighting games but like i loved the novelty of it back then um and the dead or alive movie is one of the worst and best things i've ever seen in my life and really? one day bless me and you're gonna sit down and watch it I'm on this it. screen
0: i'm not to see it my um uh my exposure to dead or alive kind of came as a kid right where i remember going over to a friend's house they had an xbox and i believe they had dead or alive 3 and this is before i was exposed to tekken or any other fighting fighting game that was a 3d fighter like that right like b- before that it would have been maybe n64 era uh, 3d fighters which weren't like the Ooh. best to look at Ooh. yeah um and so when i w- went to their, their bloody house
1: roar. I- that wasn't n64 it's was ps1, no, that was PS1. shout the fuck to shout out to bloody roar Shout out to Bloody this? Roar.
0: I I'm, I've seen footage of Bloody oh, Roar. I, played I never the played the hell it. Out of
1: it. It was so bad. But every fighter was a human that would turn into a different animal. Sick as hell. I'm trying to. I'm looking up N64 fighting games. There was a Trans Metals Beast Wars fighting game on N64. No, it was, was it a called? Blockbuster exclusive. Wait. You could only get it at Blockbuster
0: bio freaks bio freaks i remember playing bio Uh freaks and then um all the other ones Oh, flying dragon was another one that i remember playing i don't remember that and then uh no fighting force was a beat-em-up it was fighter destiny 2 i think was the other one um that i would play very obscure uh fighting games on the n64 but uh yeah dead or alive 3 was like the first one of that ps2 xbox generation that i remember being exposed to and being like Yo, this looks incredible, right? Like, the tag team fights, their transitions, like, knocking somebody, like, through a glass on the floor and then, like, jumping down. That shit was off the chain to me. And I never ended up owning a Dead or Alive game. But, but, like, my next foray into that kind of 3D fighter, aside from Soul Calibur, actually, because I played a lot of Soul Calibur, but for some reason I forget it. Um, But Tekken was, like, my next one, where, like, I remember seeing Tekken Tag Tournament at, um, uh, like, a GameStop uh, bargain bin, buying it started playing it and i was like this is great like i fucking love tekken tag tournament
1: i i loved dead or alive 3 um well first off i mean i i always loved that dead or alive and ninja Gaiden are like related they're in the same universe and like oh are they i oh yeah like both characters are in ninja Gaiden. like ryu is in the dead or alive movie (laughs) wait interesting (laughs) really neutered version but yeah but no like uh ian is like one of the the main fighters in dead or alive and Mm -hmm. she's like intrinsically related to to ryu um, so that that was always fun, but Zach was my main in Dead or Alive, and uh, it's because I I liked his fighting style and his like catchphrase was, "It's bitching." <laughs> yeah. I always thought that was really funny. That's like excellent. there's nothing more exciting when you are like an 11 year old than a video game saying bitchin'.
0: Oh 100 percent. 100 percent. I so. <laughs> It's funny because at the, this news story, right? The idea that the when they're talking about the future of Team Ninja and the rebooting popular series, um, Dead or Alive is one that hasn't been away. They've just not been the like the conversation is the thing, right? Well, that's the question. Dead or Alive Six came out in 2019. Was that really 2019? No way. According Maybe. to Wikipedia, which that Wikipedia is be wrong.
1: Because right. I played Dead or Alive Six at E3. It must have been years ago.
0: And then Dead I mean, or Alive Five was, years ago, was 2012. There. The kindofunnycom says you are wrong. These dates maybe could be Western or Japanese or something maybe. weird mm. or like certain platforms. But like looking at Wikipedia, Dead or Alive Five, 2012, um, and then there are versions of Dead or Alive Five that came out afterwards. Dead or Alive Extreme Three was 2016, and then Dead or Alive Six was 2019, and then Dead or Alive Extreme Three Scarlet was 2019. What's well, Extreme? I don't know what Extreme is. That like extreme beach volleyball? Beach volleyball, yeah. Oh hell yeah! I never got to play beach volleyball, but I remember like. Really? Yeah, no, but I oh, remember like God. learning about its existence. I feel like, you, I feel like you'd really enjoy it. Oh, what's I, that supposed to mean, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> you know what it means. You know what it means.
1: Again, I, I was 11. Mm-hmm. So it's like, there was like the the LOL factor to it all. I wasn't 11. I, at this point, I was probably 15. You're 16. 25. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, which makes it worse, I guess. But uh, I, I, if there were Platinums, I would have platinum that game. Oh, I did my, every Jesus single Christ. thing possible in, in Dead or Alive. XBV, and y'all volleyball. look at me as the horny one. It was, look uh, at this it, motherfucker look, over hey, here. Hey, they had Christina Aguilera's Come On Over on the soundtrack. Okay. Not much else. So that was just on loop
0: now tim was what Ryu a great time in that game
1: i don't remember because that would be really cool if it was, but he must he was, have been
0: he was just wearing the little fucking headpiece and then maybe a little spandex you know maybe. which head
1: maybe <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but that's talking about dead or like dead or alive i think the idea of rebooting dead or alive Is interesting. I wouldn't. I don't have much faith in it. Is a thing, right? And like, I think for me, that's just how competitive the fighting game space is. You're talking about a new Tekken game coming up that already looks dope, given the one trailer we've gotten. We're talking about Street Fighter. So right. Yeah. Trailer
1: was awesome.
0: We're talking about Street Fighter Six, which is is, which seems really promising, given the betas and given everything they're talking about with that game. You're talking about Project L coming from Riot, which looks like it's going to be make a a big new wave in the fighting game space. You're talking about um, uh, there was another one I had in my mind, but I've already lost it. But you're talking about like you're talking about another realm, right? Whatever they put out next you're talking about fighting games that are quality and that are like bringing it is team ninja gonna bring it with a dead or alive and also does dead or alive have enough cachet and name to like come out and then stick around in the way that a tekken a street fighter these types of fighting games are gonna stick around like even king of fighters 15 came out in february this year and like that's one that i don't think is getting the fanfare it deserves because the fighting game space is kind of hard to thrive in right now
1: yeah dead or alive I know, you're wrong me if i'm wrong about this mm-hmm. i don't think that they ever were in the same conversation as any of the franchises you just named mm-hmm. like i think it was always more of the like this is a fun time i don't th- like is dead or alive at evo
0: has it ever been at evo am i a total i don't know if it's ever been at evo this, and, and, and maybe it and been and every year? maybe i'm looking at it the wrong way right because like if dead or alive is very much a hey we're just putting this out for our fan base and if they like it they like it um but I, I, for me i think it's me looking back at this um this, this article, right? And then talking about the future of Team Ninja and rebooting popular series. And I think if, you're, if Dead or Alive is doing what they wanted to do, I don't think they would reboot it after putting out 6 a couple years ago. I don't think you just make Dead or Alive 7. Kebab says Dead or Alive is the
1: Ratchet and Clank of fighting games. And that is a weird-ass thing to say. I don't really fully understand what you're trying to say, <laughs> but I fucking agree with you. What does that mean? I don't know, you so? he's saying what I'm trying to say. <laughs> okay.
0: I need I need context. It's, I need, it's not it's not
1: the Mario. You know what I mean? It's like what is what type? What is three? What is Ratchet?
0: It's just a fun time. Yeah. Dead or Alive, just a fun time. So my mouse is dead. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no, it's all good. I have my my <laughs> backpack. Um, I guess so. I guess the thing is like, all right, what's the purpose of rebooting it? And maybe this is another kind of slash you're wrong thing. Kind dot slash you're wrong, better be full. Did y'all fuck with Dead or Alive six? You know what? That's my question to y'all. Did y'all fuck with Dead or Alive six? Let me know. So, so here's the thing. I, I have,
1: this is a great conversation we're having. Mm-hmm. I feel like Dead or Alive, what it does next needs to be the Mortal Kombat 2011 for Dead or Alive. That's the type of and reboot we're talking. That's
0: about. that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. But also, can it be that? Right. Like, what does what do people want from a rebooted Dead or Alive? I mean, look, if Mortal Kombat can do it,
1: I think Dead or Alive can. And Mortal Kombat is on uh, different levels, different scales for sure. Yeah, but. I do think Dead or Alive can do it to the extent that that franchise is capable. <laughs> okay, I think it's capable of a comeback. Dead or Alive used to be a quote unquote household name in video games. The amount of households video games are in nowadays is a lot more. Mm-hmm. So it's not anymore. Like I, I would never argue that Dead or Alive is now a household name.
0: I yeah. would argue that Mortal Kombat is. Oh, Oh, one thousand percent. You know, so we will right, we'll see. Uh, and then talking about um, uh, Ninja Gaiden, right? Like you mentioned. What does a Ninja Gaiden look like um today, right? Like is there space for Ninja Gaiden? I do think so. And I do I do think that a rebooted Ninja Gaiden that is from the ground up, like, hey, this is a brand new Ninja Gaiden and our like re-envisioning of what this is, I think that would hit real hard oh, given dude. what team what Team Ninja is doing, right? Because you're talking about you're talking about a post-NEO Team Ninja, and Neo is them adapting to all right, souls like our thing. All right, like we wanna make our games harder, we wanna veer away from the character actions of the past, right? Like, we don't want a Devil May Cry or Bayonetta. We want to make a Souls-like title that is also our own thing. That isn't necessarily a one-for-one for what uh, with, From Software is doing. And people fucking dig Neo 1 and Neo 2. Wolong Fallen Dynasty, a new IP, is coming through. And, like, from playing that one demo that I played, oh, that shit seems like it's gonna be a banger. And then they also have Rise of the Ronin coming out in 2024 that is being yeah. published by uh, PlayStation, right? And that's gonna be a PlayStation exclusive. Like, they have a really good couple of years coming up uh for their team and if you follow that up with a ninja gaiden reboot and have it be like have it be a ninja gaiden that is learned from games like neo wolong and um uh the other one rise of the ronin and maybe stranger paradise i don't know like that is gonna be a banger it, once they get there it
1: is i i think that easily ninja gaiden has a higher success rate chance than uh dead or alive oh for at, sure at yeah. reboot um, I think it could absolutely work. I do think it needs to lean more into the character action side, adapt some more modern trappings, but I do think what made Ninja Gaiden so special was the fast pace and and the, the brutal difficulty attached.
0: Yeah. Um, well, that's the thing is... Uh, Team Ninja's games are quicker than from software games. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. playing uh Wolong Fallen Dynasty. I was pretty impressed by like how quick that but game I think feels.
1: The focus on style, I think, matters. I, I think mm-hmm. that the character action side of it is important to what makes Ninja Gaiden special. Um, but me and you and a couple other people on uh kind of feudy recently, you one of your questions was uh, name a game with ninja in the title. Yeah. And you'd think video games with ninja in the title, we can name a thousand. You really can't. Ninja Gaiden kind of owns ninjas in video games. Yeah, that is the coolest Ninja thing. Ninja
0: Gaiden and Fruit Ninja Man.
1: Nobody loves anything more than ninjas, dude. And I know it's not the '90s, but hey, the '90s are coming back. Let's do it, yeah. Ninja Gaiden.
0: Oh, dude, I think a new Ninja Gaiden game would be like Team Ninjas, fucking like, all right, now we're clutching it, right? Mm-hmm. I think that is their mainstream. Like, all right, let's enter it. Like, we're ready now. If, if not, Rise of the Ronin, right? Or one of these games coming up, being that I think them following it up with a Ninja Gaiden. That's gonna be the next step of like, okay, now we own this shit. (laughs) Like, we're here to stay. Oh, Can we just have a Tenchu game, though? I'd really like a Tenchu game. Play Sekiro.
1: Paul, yeah, like that. That that makes Paul Fazio in the chat said, um, oh, shit, what did he just say? It's Ah, gone. He lost it. (laughs) Is there any way to scroll back on the chat, Kev? No, there's not. When did a Mystical Ninja? Oh, that uh, a Ninja Gaiden reboot needs to be more like God of War than uh, Dark Souls? Yes. 100%. How so? In the sense of the character action side of it, in, in, in the gameplay Ugh, side, I don't know it. about that. Oh, dude, I don't know what it about is. that. That's what it is. That is the modern iteration. Ninja mm-hmm. Gaiden God of War are more similar than Ninja Gaiden and Souls games. Hmm, I don't know if I agree. I, I, I. Like, God of War OG PS2 God of
0: War era and Ninja Gaiden Xbox. Right, we were talking about like the Ninja Gaiden. Like <laughs> again, I my only frame of reference is Sigma. And like I guess NES Ninja Gaiden, but we're talking about yeah, like three i I'm right? talking about the Xbox one, yeah. Because I would think, I would, I would still say like keep it more toward the Neo side of things, right? Because I think if you're talking about the spectrum from software games, are that. Like, slow, methodical, you're really thinking about every move. And, like, when you load up an animation, like, that shit is going to carry it through. And that is, like, it is not the character action feel, right? God of War being kind of the middle of the spectrum. And then, let's say, Bayonetta or whatever, being, Devil McRae being, like, the far right of the spectrum. I think the, those Team Ninja games sit somewhere. But Ninja Gaiden's not the, those games, though. Ninja Gaiden's Ninja Gaiden. But I think you would make it one of those. No, no, no. no. I think that's the way to make it it that next step. I think you would make it that.
1: Keep it in the middle.
0: Let us know. Let us know in the comments below. What do you want from a new Ninja Gaiden? All right. For now, let's talk about Mario Kart. Story number uh, four. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe's third wave of new tracks hit in December. Uh, This is Andrew Webster at The Verge. The next wave of downloadable tracks for Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is almost here. Guys, I don't have time to play these video games. Oh, you're gonna. Nintendo (laughs) announced that Wave 3 of its Booster Course Pass DLC will be available on December 7th, bringing eight new tracks to the racer. The tracks are split into two cups, and each one is an updated version previously found in a past Mario game. The Rock Cup includes Tour London Loop, uh, announced from Mario Kart Tour on mobile, Boo Lake from GBA, Rock Rock Mountain for 3DS, and Maple Treeway for Wii. Meanwhile, the Moon Cup includes Tour, Ber- Tour Berlin Byways, that's a mouthful, uh, from Mario Kart Tour, Peach Gardens from DS, Mary Mountain from Mario Kart Tour, and the 3DS iteration of the iconic Rainbow Road. The update is part of a huge expansion for the game, which includes a total of 48 tracks that will be released in groups of eight. Nintendo says the final three batches of courses will be out before the end of 2023. Uh, Tim, my Nintendo King, uh, what are your reaction to this handful of courses
1: being added? I mean, dude, I I just love Mario Kart 8 Deluxe so much. And every time one of these booster packs come out, that is a solid three to four hours of me having just pure gameplay bliss. Mm. I love going in, getting all my damn gold stars and all that shit, doing all the mirror modes, doing it. There's just so much fun packed into these, these, this DLC. I absolutely love it. I love experiencing a lot of courses for the first time because I played more tour than I should have. And then eventually I like learned my lesson. I just stopped um but getting some 3ds courses and stuff back i'm having a blast with these i love that there's more this game is utterly fantastic
0: yeah shout out to maple treeway from the wii i'm gonna shout out any wii track and also shout out to peach gardens i like peach gardens as well um my one request, and maybe this is for the next mario kart maybe it's too far gone here Mm -hmm. because nintendo doesn't like to actually update things um except for when they're doing these mario kart track updates what i want is a like a playlist editor right where it is like or um uh, like a GP editor, right? Where it is, I want to make my own GPs mm-hmm. in Mario Kart. 8. I know when you're playing multiplayer, you're kind of doing that because you're picking them as you go. Yeah. But I want to, like, I want a custom icon. I want a custom. Here's my all Rainbow Road GP that yeah. me and my friends just go to, right? Or here's my like my N64 GP that's my favorite N64 tracks. I feel like that's such an easy layup of a feature. Yeah. Um. But it's Nintendo. It's Nintendo. <laughs> Give me it in the next Mario Kart, please, because I would love to do some um, some shit like that. Story number five. Bayonetta 4 has been casually announced. This is Anthony Wood at IGN. Bayonetta 4 has been casually announced in a tweet from Platinum Games Senior Vice President and Chief Game Designer Hideki Kamiya while discussing the previous game with fans. As reported by Eurogamer, Kamiya admitted that Bayonetta 3's ending may have been unexpected for some fans, but said that Bayonetta 4's story will follow on from that point. Quote, I didn't think it was unexpected at all, but it seems that the ending of Bayo 3 wasn't conveyed correctly to everyone, Kamiya said in the t- in the tweet translated by Eurogamer. <laughs> it's the kids who are wrong. Uh, <laughs> quote, so I think Bayo 4 will be an, an unexpected development. After all, when Bayo 4 comes out, I'm sure there will be people who say... You added that as an afterthought, so I'll say it now, end quote. Bayonetta 4's development has uh, therefore been confirmed, at least as far as Kamiya is concerned, though it will likely be some time before uh, an official announcement is made, given that Bayonetta 3 was only released on October 28th. Though it was was generally well-received, the game's ending proved controversial among fans of the series. Cool. I don't think it's a surprise to anybody, the idea that they're thinking about Bayonetta 4.
1: No, it's not. I do love that they're like trying to set a record, though, for like how early can we announce this game? Yeah, before it actually comes. It's out? is Bayonetta be a... three came out. Yeah, <laughs> <Did> <laughs> you, have you have you played it? No, I played like a couple hours. Like I, I that Bayonetta is the type of game I enjoy. That franchise a lot. Devil mm. May Cry is my my baby. Yeah, Bayonetta three. I enjoy the fun. I enjoy the music. I enjoy the wackiness. But like I, I'll pick it up and play it. I bet you all beat that game in twenty thirty.
0: Mm, fair enough. Fair enough. Beyond uh, Legendary Knight in chat says, "Give me Astral Chain too," and that's what I'm talking about. Give me more Astral Chain. All right, that was a great game. Astral Chain was. We don't talk about fantastic. It enough. Fantastic. Astral Chain was such a fun game. Great style. Great music. Like, can you imagine if it was on PS5? Great mechanics. I th- I think about that all the time for these action games. They added no more heroes to No More Heroes three to PS five, and I still haven't checked it out yet. Oh, did they really? Yeah. I totally missed It was very like bad. it was very low key, which <laughs> makes me wonder if it even runs better, but. Mm-hmm. We'll see, I guess. Give me a, give me astral chain. Just give me a fucking switch that works.
1: That's all that I want. Bless. That is literally all that I want.
0: Same. Same. I was I was I was going on a rant um last week. I was I was out with uh, G4 folks who were grabbing drinks after the the stream. And like I was talking to them about Pokemon and like how bad, how badly Pokemon runs. Uh and legit, I just like I just had a moment where I was just like, I'm so tired of my Switch. Like I love my Switch, but I'm also like why do games not look better like i i'm i i have the steam deck i have my ps5 i have my xbox series x i have a pc and like i'm so used now to playing games that perform so good and look so crispy and i boot up anything on my switch and i'm like why do you have the jaggies on the characters why do these games not run in performance mode like i just i just want a new a new switch man i want a more powerful switch the worst
1: thing for me is that I, I've been complaining about the Switch's power forever, just yeah. like everyone has. But I care about Nintendo more than some people do. So I've been bitching about this forever. Then they come out with the Switch OLED. And everybody knows I love OLED. OLED is one of my favorite things in the world. Mm-hmm. It makes me happier when devices have OLED. Switch coming out with them, i like, oh, this is great. Of course, I wish that there was more power increase. I, I wish that there were so many things. But the OLED on the Switch is utterly amazing. Oh, yeah. I am blown away by it as an OLED enthusiast. I often now am choosing to play games on my Switch just because of how good the screen looks over mm-hmm. my freaking TV that I love more than anything in my life. So they did something right. It just sucks that that one thing <laughs> is not being backed up by anything else.
0: Come on. Maybe we'll get in 2023, you know? Maybe maybe Game Awards, Nintendo's like, and, and here it is, everybody. Let's Super <laughs> Switch, everybody. That's probably not going to happen. Story number six. Platonic Friends' Little Gator Game will be released in December. This is Chris Colian at VGC. Little Gator Game, the next title to be published by Platonic Friends, will be released next month. It's been confirmed. The 3D platformer will be released on Steam and Switch on December 14th. The game is being developed by Mega Wobble, a new st- a new studio uh, set up by indie developer Scott Slucher. Yo, I'ma be fucking real. This looks like a cool Greg ass game. What's it called? Lil' Gate Lil Gator Game. Little Holy Lil shit. Gator Game. A press release accompanying the announcement referred to the game as an antidote to troublesome times. That's great. An cool, antidote Greg, for to troublesome times. Uh, quote, John Lil Gator in emb- a <laughs> Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Sorry. I misread that. Join Lil... <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, what's up? I'm John. John Gator.
0: <laughs> I, John was like his, I was like, his middle name is Lil? <laughs> like, that's a weird name. Oh, John Lil. John Lil Gator. Uh, quote, join Lil Gator and embark on a wholesome adventure to discover new friends and uncover everything that the island has to offer, it adds. Uh, quote, climb, swim, glide, and slide your way into hearts of many different characters you meet on your travels end quote platonic friends is is the publishing arm of platonic games the uk developer which was founded in 2014 by a team consisting almost entirely of former rare staff platonic released ukulele and its sequel ukulele and impossible layer a criminally underrated game that's me not the article back to the article Uh, before announcing in february 2021 that it was launching platonic friends a new publishing label Kevin, I think your microphone might be on because I'm hearing some <laughs> oh, ambiance. Yeah, my bad, my bad. Uh, Platonic has already published Demon Turf, BPM, Bullets per Minute, A Little Golf Journey, and Blossom Tales 2, with little Gator <laughs> with Little Gator games set to be the fifth title to be released under the label. You go get them, Platonic Games. I do I do like when when uh studios or publishers are like, let's just let's just, let's let's do what we want. Yeah. Right, like let's find games that we love and just publish them, right, or help the, help with the, the, the development. Because this little Gator game looks like a Platonic ass game, it right? Does. It looks like something that people inspired by Rare would make.
1: And and Platonic being involved in any way gives the, the game a lot more. It's a news story, as yeah. opposed to just a new date or an out today or whatever.
0: One thousand percent. Final news story, story number seven. CM Punk seemingly has been removed from the AEW video game cover. This is Jordan Midler at Video Games Chronicle. CM Punk has seemingly been removed from the cover of the upcoming AEW video game, following reports that the wrestler, rest, wrestling firm is looking to part ways with the performer. Punk, real name Phil Brooks, is currently signed to All Elite Wrestling, as has been, as has been since he made uh, his long-awaited return to the world of professional wrestling last year. Punk was also set to be the main cover star of AEW Fight Forever, the company's upcoming wrestling game, however, that no longer seems to be the case. A new trailer for the game has been released, which ends with the new, with new artwork, no longer featuring CM Punk, but instead featuring Kenny Omega, Adam Hangman Page, and Chris Jericho, along with other AEW stars. The reason for CM Punk's removal and apparent ongoing exit from the company is likely why the cover art has been changed. Following AEW's All Out 2022 event, Punk spoke openly at a press conference, verbally berating several other AEW superstars. However, this wasn't part of the script, and instead, real backstage issues were brought to light following this some of the wrestlers that punk referred to including kenny omega and the young bucks that's matt and nick jackson confronted punk in his locker room this quickly led to a brawl which saw one of punk's associates former pro wrestler Ace Steele, reportedly bite omega which this sounds like a wrestling storyline yeah it it was real it was real nasty and really bad oh my god Uh, following the incident all involved were suspended pending an internal investigation However, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks made their return to AEW uh, television last night. While Punk hasn't been referenced and is being widely reported to be done with the company, I missed all of this going on with AEW because I don't follow the A- AEW. This is wild. It is. This is some drama.
1: No, it, it's it's real drama and it's very unfortunate. And just fucking be good to people and treat them well. Like there's just so much shady, nasty shit, ego getting in the way, and like you you especially. In a industry as actually dangerous as professional wrestling mm. th- there needs to just be a level of safety and it being a safe space to be around people and mm. not thinking you're going to get in an
0: actual fight <laughs> yeah god damn well I, good luck to all involved i guess that is a wild story that i legitimately always like this is a bit right this is this is part of the wrestling storyline it is not that's fucking crazy you uh been, you've been following AEW, aew fight forever is that like your bag uh, i know it's greg's bag more than anything yeah not the
1: AEW side but the gameplay side of it because it is more akin to the no mercies and the old school wrestling games that i just never played i never had i never played any of the n64 wrestling games uh smackdown versus raw on ps2 my brother was obsessed with and because yeah. of that i got really into and major major shout out to day of reckoning on the nintendo gamecube which is oh. literally no one in the world's favorite wrestling game yeah but It's cool, Greg and mine. <laughs> oh, wow, that's awesome. For the I, memories we made along the way.
0: I'm low key looking forward to uh, AEW Five Forever just for the idea of like, I'm similar, similarly, was very into wrestling games during that era. I feel like the PS2 era and the Xbox era was like very strong for wrestling games, right? <laughs> it no, it wasn't. <laughs> it was not. No, I no, talking the no. Spectre was strong. We seven. loved them, but no, no, it Are was you serious? The,
1: yeah, the N64 because I know, I don't know, mercy no mercy is like people's pain, people loved, but like. There were more misses than hits on the in the PS2 okay. era. No, I,
0: I guess for me it's just the fact that there are a lot of releases. And like mm-hmm. a lot of those releases had their own identity and personality, right? Because they're talking about smackdown just bring it which is one of the one, which is the one i got into here comes the pain smackdown versus raw the original and then the like annualized versions of it i remember getting super into smackdown versus raw 2007 like that was one where i was telling greg about this like if platinums existed on the ps2 i would have platinum smackdown versus raw 2007 um i did every single thing you could in that game but then i remember like going into the ps3 and xbox 360 era and i feel like that was where uh, where you saw a drop off of people being like
1: wwe 2k sucks well bless let me teach you a little thing about wrestling.
0: Okay, yeah. just when
1: you think it can't get worse, <laughs> oh, it does. It always does. Oh man, it always does. It finds a way.
0: But yeah, like I, I, I love following people who love AEW on Twitter because, like, whenever there was a pay per view, there's always excitement. Like it's, uh, Rebecca Valentine was tweeting, I think it was, I think it might have been yesterday, um, uh, about like stuff that was going on in AEW, and I'm like, it's always fun to, to live uh, through them vicariously. And wrestling games have always been my gateway to actually enjoying wrestling itself like i want to i probably got into wwe wrestling because of the games that i played right and i recognize the phases and i'm like oh i know this person because i played the game right like i know i don't know bobby lashley or whoever because i actually played as them in the video game uh i could see myself doing the same thing with aw where i'm like oh yeah i love playing as chris jericho (laughs) now i know chris jericho the aew wrestler (laughs) never seen him before in my life
1: (laughs) it is so funny because i i am definitely a wwe guy and like AEW should be my shit like i should be totally into it it's just overwhelming where i'm like i'm already a fair weather fan on the wwe side like i can't jump into all of this and when i see people talking i'm just like holy crap i how is it such a different world Mm -hmm. that like i mean i know kenny omega you know but i You know what's funny about Kenny Omega? I feel like I know him in real life more than I actually know him as a wrestler. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like he is a gamer-ass gamer. And, like, seeing him at E3, it's always so funny because he is just, like, the coolest dude
0: ever and wanted to play all every single game and all that stuff. But, yeah, shout
1: out to AEW for doing their thing. Is AEW
0: also, like... How extreme is AEW? Because I was watching the game trailer uh-huh. and like they're doing they're doing some wild shit in that game. And the, maybe that's just a video game, but like they're suplexing people onto spikes and shit.
1: AEW yeah, is very like trying to speak to the core professional wrestling fan of like we're gonna do wrestling and we're also going to like give you the things you loved about the '90s. The WWE is too scared to do. Uh- but for me. I like the pomp and circumstance. I like the fanfare. No Mm. one's surprised that I'm saying that. WWE's for me, baby.
0: I want to spear somebody from, like, the fucking, like, them. I want one of those moments where they're hanging from the belt that they just climbed onto and the ladder's falling, and I'm, I'm, like, fucking climb onto the the turnbuckle, and I spear them, right? I want those moments. Give me those moments. What's giving me that, AEW or WWE? Or both? Both. Both? All right, cool. I want more of those. (laughs) Tim, I can't wait to try out AEW Fight Forever, but the release of the game... It's just so far away. I don't even think it is. Um, but if I wanted to host, come out to Mom and Shops today, <laughs> where would I look? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny
1: Games Daily Show host each and every weekday. <origines>
0: <Mm-kay. laughs> <sniffs> yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure ew Fight Forever is probably about to come out any day now. Oh, fuck. I keep trying to use my mouse. Even though this is fucking dead. Uh, out today, we got neural, neural Cloud for mobile. Neural Cloud for mobile neural 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 cloud for mobile and that's john gator john little gator (laughs) i think what my brain did there is i've seen i've seen the words Lil john next to each other so much so many times that i like i see a word that almost looks like john Mm -hmm. and i see Lil, and i'm like oh it must be a john little gator dude i was driving
1: (laughs) yesterday and there's a radio station (laughs) in the bay area uh 102.1 i think it is Mm -hmm. and in the last decade It has not remained as one single station for more than six months. It changes so Mm -hmm. often. They just can't find their voice, can't find the vibe. But the vibe is always... Throwbacks. Like, hmm. but what throwbacks means has changed over time of, like, it, it, it jumps back and forth, all the stuff. But right now, it's 102.1 The Jams. And hell I'm like, yeah. what a fucking name. What are you about to bring me? And they are only bringing the hits, dude. It is just, like, oh, anything that I would want to listen to. There's so much Jay-Z. There's just so much Pharrell. So much um, fabulous. Like, all oh, this, like, perfect, yeah. perfect stuff. But yesterday I was listening. Very different than this, but um, Party Rock Anthem comes on. <laughs> which, oh. like... I I was like, I don't know that I would, like, put those together, but then I thought about it, I was just like, holy shit, like, we're just getting old, like, that yeah. song is now a decade plus old, um, but, man, I miss that fucking, the, the state of the world in 2008 to 2012, where music was just, like, Fuck it. Let's make a song called "Shots." What's the chorus gonna be? Shots, 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 shots. everybody! It's like hell yeah, man.
0: What is that shit? Back. Would it surprise you if I told you I listened to that song maybe like two days ago? Good, good for you. You know how to live your life, bless. It was my Spotify shuffle. It was on something that day. Good, good. But yeah, I mean, I miss it. I miss it, Tim. Deal of the day for you. This comes from Mario 64. Uh there's a Hallmark Super NES console ornament that is up on Amazon. That is $14. Uh Kevin, if you're able to bring this up for the people to see and check out it, it's very important. It's very important for people to to, to see this thing. Of course, Amazon.com, famous website where you can go shop for things. <laughs> <laughs> What I'm a little bit while Kevin What I think Jeff Bezos com. owns it. I don't Famous know. website where people shop. Uh, you you can shop for <laughs> things, you know.
1: Yo, this is sick. The light is a, a very nice. It's touch.
0: a holiday season. Yeah, the the, the lights very nice such. But yeah, go go over there if you're if you're trying to figure out how to get in the, into the the Christmas spirit. Boom, you got a Hallmark Super NES console ornament.
1: Well, yeah, dude. I'm all about it. The Sega Genesis one has the audacity to be like $10 more. Get
0: the fuck out of here. Yeah, oh my, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, the Sega Genesis. Who do you think you are? Uh, now it's time for kindofunny.com slash you're wrong or you write in. Let us know what we got wrong as we got it wrong so we can correct it for those watching later on YouTube and listening later on podcast services around the globe. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Gary the third says removing myself from the narratives from Hamilton. Hilarious. <laughs> Bless. No, I know. I, there's definitely a no. There's another I know. artist I, that said I, it. I, I think you're right.
1: I, th- I I think it was Taylor Swift in relation to the drama with Nikki over feminism. Maybe. And she did the. I'm, I'm removing myself in the yeah. I think you are correct <laughs> about that. But I do love the idea that if you're wrong, you credit Hamilton. You credit <laughs> Taylor Swift with some Hamilton shit. That's very funny
0: to me. That's like the opposite of that clip um, of somebody. Uh the, they're like oh yeah it's a famous hamilton quote and they're like um uh oh my f- god from frenemies yeah it was from frenemies yeah, yeah. i forget the exact quote but it was like a quote from the constitution yeah it was me the people right it, it was something like that yeah oh no i hold i hold myself to be i hold wow. all truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal and and i think like, yeah from hamilton from hamilton and they're and like, like oh lord that is Fucking hilarious. Yeah, so I just did the reverse of that where I uh, credited Taylor Swift. Let's see here. Uh, Sna- Snake E Mouse says uh, Ninja Gaiden and Ninja Gaiden 2 reported to PS3 as Ninja Gaiden Sigma 1 and Sigma 2. So then, what was Ninja Gaiden Black? I think it might have just been like a game of the year version or some shit.
1: Hold on. I want to figure this out. I
0: think that checks out, Tim.
1: uh What's the difference between Ninja Gaiden and Ninja Gaiden Black? It was just a superior version. Yeah, it was just like an expanded upon game
0: cool. uh sissa so, so says you will uh you'll have to wait a little bit longer for AEW 5 forever because the release date it still hasn't been announced yet yeah but i my assumption is that like it's going to be very close release when they release when they announce the date because there have been leaks and stuff i haven't been keeping up with it i didn't know that mm-hmm. but maybe I might be. I mean, I might be losing in Philadelphia somewhere because I we've I've covered this with Greg a lot. The like all the new stories around AEW, Uh the Fight Forever game, and I I feel like I remember talking about right. like them having a release date that was like soonish. But I do expect. I don't expect it in 2022. I was thinking like early 2023, but I could be wrong. We shall see. Uh, and then yeah, like this. The multiple new multiple news sources say Fight Forever is slated for March. And that's more, that's more I was talking about in terms of, like, the game is around the corner. Uh, more people are saying Hamilton. And I think that's it. Oh, somebody here is writing in about how the problem with Dead or Life 6 was the egregious amount of uh, content they put behind a paywall. And that's a whole other conversation. We're talking about paywalls and fighting games that I'm sure I'll have the time to get into some other time. <laughs> but, Tim, that's been it for kindoffunny.com. That I'm was sure wrong. That was it. We killed it. Also, let me tell you, this this show is hard to do without a mouse, without a real mouse. I'm, like, trying to navigate shit with this trackpad. Oh, man, this this is not easy. Uh, This week's hosts for Kind of Funny Games. Oh, my God, what was happening on the video? (laughs) This week's hosts for Kind of Funny Games daily go like this. Tomorrow, you're getting Tim and me. Wednesday, you're getting me and Tim. Thursday, you're getting none of us because we're out. It's Thanksgiving. We're We're eating some turkey. Let's go. That's the Thanksgiving smoke. On Friday, you're getting none of us because we're out still for Thanksgiving break. If you watch the <laughs> that's a thanksgiving break smoke right there, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you watch this live right now after this is KFFL with Andy and Mike. If you want to cast that stream later, you can, of course, subscribe to YouTube.com slash kind of funny games. Remember this has been kind of funny games daily. Each and a weekday live right here on YouTube.com slash kind of funny games and twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. We run you through the nerdy news that you you to know about until next time. Game daily.